Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline, including Joe Fortenbaugh, who is our gambling expert, our betting analyst, going to join me in just a couple of minutes here to help you uh, make some money this weekend, make you a smarter wagerer if you were one who is relatively new to that. In the meantime, very briefly, before we get back to the game last night, Hembo, you have an issue with the way I say a certain word? Yeah, you ordered a salad for lunch today. You called it in during the break over the phone. Tell, tell everyone what kind of dressing you got. Balsamic vinaigrette. It's not how you pronounce the word balsamic. It's balsamic. It's an elegant word. The A is long. Why do you say it wrong? Because I'm from the Greenwich Village, New York City, and here we say balsamic. Uh, uh, say the word, the, 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 the guy who has the most popular football talk show in the South. How do you pronounce his last name? Paul Feinbaum. It's Paul Feinbaum. A, like, what, what, what is your aversion to this like, one thing? Like, Where are you from? You're very precise with your speech, but not in this way. I'm Listen, from Philadelphia. There, there are very few things that I know for certain that you don't. What? One of them is the pronunciation of the word Feinbaum. Okay? <laughs> Let's be very clear on whose pronunciation of Feinbaum Baum. we should be... Re- his name is Feinbaum. That's, that's, a song of, that's a sound a banjo makes. No, that's not his last he may name. Have cha- trust me. He may have changed it for business purposes. Ah. His last name is Feinbaum. Okay. Okay? I guarantee you that. Greeny with you. You can look like a million bucks with Dollar Shave Club. Upgrade to a DSC six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six-precision cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store, and online at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. <laughs> The scoop. Meanwhile, just how bad have the Giants been? This is an extraordinary stat. Like, we know that they have been 0-2 each of the last five years. But did you know they have not rebounded from that in any of them? The last time the Giants had a winning record was the end of the 2016 season. <laughs> that is the longest streak in the NFL. The last time that at any point they had a winning record. 1-0 would count. Well, we know they haven't been that. But three and two would count. They haven't had a winning record at any point in a season since the end of the 2016 season. The next longest streak is the Falcons, who finished the 2017 season with a winning record. The third longest drought is the Jets, who were 1-0 and after week one of 2018. <laughs> and that's the last time they had a winning record. Other than those three, every team in the NFL has been over 500 at some point in the last two seasons. So... What I'm trying to say is that these are stunningly lean times in New York. We have two football teams in, in New York. They both play in New Jersey, but you know what I'm saying. And the last time either of them was over 500 was week one of four seasons ago. <laughs> if we're including this one, that's, that's a ridiculous statistic. And it's, uh, candidly, it is just unimaginably bleak and depressing to pay attention to. And I'm not sure how many. I've got a good friend who's a Giant fan that I talked to this morning. You heard Nuna go off earlier. But I had one that I talked to off the air this morning who told me last night's loss was as painful as any regular season loss he can remember. Hmm. I guess that doesn't surprise me. It was excruciating. But I guess the question I would ask Nuno, an ardent Giants fan, would you rather that? At least your team show some signs of life and your quarterback play fairly well or get blown out, and the game just be over at halftime so you can go to bed? Uh, no moral victories, bro. No moral victories. Like, you, you win these games. That's the only way I feel like, as a team, you are taking a step in the right direction, is winning these games. Uh, and, and, you know, when you talk about New York, Greeny, I think if you're a Jeff fan, you actually have to feel like you have something, where I think a lot of Giants fans look around and be like, I don't know what our future looks like. 
Here's what I would say. If you offered me, take the contract out mm. of it. If you offered me a trade right now, straight up, Daniel Jones for Zach Wilson, I wouldn't even consider doing mm. it. And maybe that's all you really need to know because neither team is stacked beyond that. But that's the big question that both teams face, and that's where we stand as we speak. All right, is Joe ready to go? Let me bring in ESPN radio uh, analyst and ESPN betting analyst, Joe Fortenbaugh, who does a terrific job explaining a lot of this stuff. So as gambling is now becoming far more acceptable, it is legal in so many places. And I think so many people, I saw a story that said 36% more people are going to bet on the NFL this year than any year before. I thought this was a good time to try and educate those people. So, Joe, welcome as always, and we'll do this every Friday, and you'll give some tips to people. Not that I'm, I'm not, This is not what the Sharps are listening to in Vegas. This is for people who are learning about this. So let's start with this. Twelve underdogs covered the number in week one. And actually, the Giants were an underdog last night and covered, right? They lost by one point. So we have 13 out of 17 games so far this season have gone to the underdog. How do you use that information approaching your bets week two? Don't overreact, okay? The point spreads will be affected with overreaction more in week two than we will see at any time during the year Mm. throughout the course of the NFL season, all right? Here's what we saw last week, and here's what the mindset for a lot of people is going to be heading into this weekend. Rams are going to crush the Colts. Rams look great. Colts looked awful. Denver's going to crush Jacksonville. Denver looked great. Jacksonville looked terrible. Arizona is going to annihilate Minnesota because the Cardinals look great and Minnesota looked brutal. That is not going to get you paid in the long term. Hmm. Case in point, Greeny, last night, Thursday night football. Washington may have lost last week to the Chargers, but we justified it. The Chargers are a good team. Washington lost Ryan Fitzpatrick. The defense is still really good, but the Giants are just hideous. Look at the way they got blown out by Denver. They can't possibly hang on the road with Washington until they did. And then they should have won the game, but they lost. But the only thing that mattered in the gambling world is that they covered the spread. Recency bias is a very real thing. It's what we do from a cognitive standpoint when we put too much emphasis on what happened more recently than on historical events. Wait what happened last week. Don't overweight it. All right. So, again, the games to keep an eye on there. Don't go crazy with the Rams. Don't go crazy with the Cardinals. Don't go crazy with the Broncos. Having said that, Joe Fortenbaugh, what are your favorite NFL bets this weekend? All right, so I'm going to lean right into that. And one of the first games that jumps off the board is Carolina plus three and a half against New Orleans. Mm. There's something greeny out here in Las Vegas called the look ahead line. It's the ability to get a point spread about 10, 11 days before the game is played. For example, we are heading into week two right now, but two days ago, we got the point spreads for week three. This is valuable information because you take those point spreads and then after the games are played this weekend, compare them to the new numbers that open up Sunday night, Monday morning and Mm. see how much of an overreaction there was. For example, the Saints on the look ahead line were a one and a half point favorite at Carolina. Then the Saints go out and crush Green Bay. Now they're a three and a half point favorite. To some, they would say it's only a two-point move, no big deal. Three is the most important number in professional football betting. Three, that's the most important spread. More games end on a differential of three than any other number. Mm. 24-21, 27-24, 31-28. You see where I'm going. You got to be on the right side of three. Carolina looked good last week against the Jets. Defensively, they played sound football. They're getting better on that side of the ball. Christian McCaffrey's back. Sam Darnold looked sharp in his debut in Joe Brady's offense. Three and a half points is a lot at home. I would take Carolina. The other game I'm really focusing on is Pittsburgh minus six against the Raiders. This is what we call a situational play. I'm betting against the Raiders situation. What do I mean by that? 
Monday night football, which means a short week. They win in Las Vegas in the first game in front of a packed house. You don't think they were celebrating after that game? You come in Tuesday. It's a quick turnaround to get ready for a cross-country road trip for an early start time against an elite defense that's debuting their home opener in front of a packed house at Heinz Field. Bad spot for the Raiders who are down Denzel Good, one of their starting offensive linemen, on what was already a rebuilt offensive line. I'd lay the six with Pittsburgh. Mm. I'd take the three and a half with Carolina. I like that very much. Those are two really good picks. How about my Jet game? Patriots, Jets, the Pats. What did I see? Three and a half point favorite? No, it was five and a half. The Pats are a five and a half point favorite at the Jets. Anything in that game you like? So that's climbing for one key reason, and it's Belichick's history against rookie quarterbacks. You as a Jets fan don't need me to reiterate this to you, but for anyone out there, the Jets, or I should say the Patriots, are always elite going against rookie quarterbacks. For example, look at what Bill Belichick did to Tua Tungavailoa last year. Look at what he's done against rookie quarterbacks throughout his career. He frustrates these guys. He makes life very, very difficult for them, and as a result, the offenses struggle to score points. The total in this game is what I find interesting. It's 43 points. I think the Jets are probably going to struggle to score in this game, given that New England, A, has a very good defense, and B, will game plan well for Zach Wilson, who I thought looked good at times last week against Carolina, but it was a debut on the road. That was going to be a tough game regardless for him. He did have some bright spots. Jets are going to struggle. New England, I'm not 100% in on Mac Jones just yet. Doesn't mean I doubt the kid, but it's early. He's a rookie. He's going to be on the road. It's a divisional game. I don't see them hanging 45 in this one. I play under 43 points. All right, and one more. Again, Joe Fortenbaugh with me here on the Goodyear Hotline, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear more driven. For fans who want to get in on something in college, give me one good bet from the college game this weekend. Such a pro with the reads. Such a pro, Greeny. Excellent job there. From the college game, I looked at the biggest game on the board. Alabama, Florida. The total's 50 and a half I would bet the over in that game Alabama should be able to score against Florida for a couple key reasons Florida's defense looked okay in its first two games this season but they didn't cover either spread because they couldn't get enough stops against Florida Atlantic and South Florida and Florida likes to play at a very fast tempo which means they're either moving down the field quickly or they're giving it back to Alabama quickly which means to me I think Bama is going to be able to put their points on the board look out for Anthony Richardson it's a two quarterback system with Florida Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson the kid can run like the wind he's fantastic and Alabama's got some injuries at the linebacker unit they'll be able to extend plays and move the ball down the field I'd play over 59 and a half points Alabama and Florida I love it Joe Fortenball with us every football Friday here getting you set for a big weekend thank you Joe appreciate it my pleasure, Greeny. Have a great weekend. All right, Joe Fortenbaugh again, our betting analyst and our ESPN Radio's own. We still have the traditional who you got coming up. I will take some of that advice as I make my picks. But up next, I will explain how we are on the verge of seeing something no one ever would have imagined even remotely possible, and it's going to happen. That's next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance guests on the Goodyear hotline. And uh, we will have the traditional who you got to finish up our football Friday coming up in a little bit. I will pick all these games for you this weekend. A lot of talk today about another Thursday night thriller and our devastating loss for the New York football Giants against Washington last night. We'll get back to that in 30 seconds after this from TuneIn. As the NFL season gets underway, make sure you're ready for kickoff with TuneIn, the app that lets you listen to live games, in-depth analysis, and tailored content for your team all season long. Plus, with ESPN Radio on TuneIn, you can listen to comprehensive football coverage from NFL Live, fantasy-focused football, and more, all to fuel your football fandom. Download the TuneIn app today to start listening everywhere you go. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Uh, you asked a good question, Hembo. You asked it of Nuno, and that is, would you rather, if your team is going to lose, and Nuno lives and dies with the Giants the way I live and die with the Jets, would you rather, as a fan, have your team get blown out so at least there's no ache when it ends, or every team lose the way they lost last night, which is to say lose a game they should have won, could have won. Here's what I've always said, Nuno, and you tell me how you feel about this. I've always generally said I'd much rather my team gets blown out. Like, there's, there's no, like, like, I remember Mike used to yell at me all the time, no, I want to be in the game. Well, that's fine. You're a player. You want to be in the game. <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch watching this. I would much rather have it be over at halftime and thus I'm emotionally somewhat detached, begin the process of my grieving as a fan early rather than sit there and get punched in the jaw. I mean, that was a punch in the – I don't even want to say where that was a punch, actually. It wasn't a punch. That was a kick, and you know where it was a kick last night. It was a kick literally twice, and it was a kick figuratively the second time. And so I would rather that. Here's the only disagreement – not disagreement, but the only caveat to that – this early in the season, Nuno, I think I'd rather have my team be in it just so at least I'm thinking, you know, maybe we're just a couple of moves away as opposed to, oh, my God, we stink, which after week one, if you're a Giant fan, you're thinking, oh, my God, we stink. After week two, I think you're thinking we should have won that game and maybe week two, that's a better thought to have as a fan. What do you think? I think that's where you should go because what you'll end up doing, right, is um, as you and you're off a couple of days, and then you're playing the Falcons, and you're like, "Well, they should beat the Falcons." And if they do, then you're like, "All right, well, they got this one." Like, is there maybe they've built some momentum until you know you go to New Orleans and you get blown out? Um, but it gives you some false hope, I think. The fact that after you get over the fact that I didn't, you didn't get any sleep, you're really agitated, 
everyone needs to be fired. You can fool yourself into thinking maybe there was some, there was some good in that game yesterday. Let me ask you this, Kim Jong Nuno. Uh, and again, he I, I say that because he looks exactly like Kim Jong Un. The, the 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 resemblance is eerie. Um, give me the give me the end of that game last night. So they missed the kick. Mm-hmm. You get the penalty. They kick it again. Where exactly were you when this happened? As the kick was going through, I was laying in bed. I hit the power button off the TV, and I went to – well, tried to go to sleep. Okay. Like, I was just done. How about the first one? When the first one misses? I'm, no, I'm like – I'm already, like, that, like, halfway through the fourth quarter, I, I moved from the couch t- to the bed to get ready to go to sleep and, and just, you know, try to turn the TV off and hopefully enjoy a victory, and that obviously didn't happen. Hold on one second. At what stage of this game did you move from the couch to the bed? Uh, during a break in the middle of the uh, fourth quarter. <laughs> no, what there was, was no the gym. score. No, when the Giants. No, no, no. What was the score? The Giants were losing. Are you sure of that? Yes, I am sure. Okay, you're not doing this. You it was not my fault. You cannot move from the couch to the bed if your team is winning. You do know that, right? That's like I do know that. I am. Very, I rules. am that guy that you know, living in Connecticut and. In the part of where I live, I get both the New York Fox affiliate and the and the New York one. Right. I am that guy that if I am watching the game on one channel, one affiliate, and they're doing well, I won't turn it. But if they they start struggling, I'll put it on the other one. I got see it. If it changes my luck, <laughs> I got it. So if it's on Fox, you'll watch on channel five, and if it's going bad, you'll switch to channel sixty one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know it well. Okay, so so that's that's a reasonable thing. So I think that is the answer to your question today, Hembo is. Once you get past the middle of the season and your team is what it is, I'd much rather get blown out. Yeah. But week two, I'd rather at least emerge from it feeling some degree of hopefulness. It's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. You no, that's the stupidest. No. I hate that. I hate that. But it that. applies here. It may apply here, but it does not apply to actual love. Whoever said that is an idiot. It unquestionably is not better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Whoever said that never loved and lost. That's the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard in my entire life. Loving and losing sucks. Loving, never having loved at all is kind of an empty, you know, existence, I suppose, one could argue. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what the, even the, the downside of that is. You got a lot of time to watch football. I mean, you get, there's a lot of, there's, there's, a, there's upside to never having loved at all. No, one of the appeals of being a sports fan is this roller coaster ride that you go on with your team. It's no. better to, yes, it is. Wrong. That's not the appeal. You know what that is? Mm. That's you speaking as a man who has seen your teams win championships. I sure have. I never have. I never have. The two teams I grew up living and dying with were the New York Jets and the New York Knicks. The last time either of them won a championship was 1973. (laughs) (coughs) So I'm telling you right now, if you say it is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all, then you are making no sense. You are just a person. That's just something people say. It's like it is better to give gifts than to receive gifts. No one really thinks that. No one really. A great- bunch of really good people think that, no. Greeny. Benevolent people, no. kind-hearted people. You know who those people are? Who? Lying people. Those are people <laughs> who are not telling you the truth. So let me ask you a question. If, if, if Let's say it's Christmas time here, okay? Mm-hmm. And what, we're going to walk outside. And there, what, what is something you would love to have? What is, what, is, what is something in your life you do not have that you would love to have? I would like the entire catalog of Ken Burns' baseball on DVD. 
Of course no, you No, no, shoot higher than that. For something, you could have that easily. I would like a new transmission for my car like new, I can give to new. How about a new car? A new car, great. How about, let, let's, let's go a little better. Let's okay. go to a new <laughs> car. <laughs> let's say what you would really like to have for Christmas this year is a new car. Okay. If you and I walk out of the studio together and there is a beautiful new car sitting there, would you rather I bought that for you or you bought that for me? Which of those two do you think would give you more pleasure in that moment? Well, using your false binary, I would rather get the How car. is that a false binary? Think That's a gift. One person gives a, another person a gift. It is one very specific example any of gift. you misconstruing. Name any gift you want. If we walk out of the studio and mm -hmm. sitting on the desk there is every Ken Burns documentary ever, oh. would you rather e everyone? I take that home? Or you take that home. Everyone? Correct. I'm taking it home. Okay, this is what I'm saying. This is it coming is, from a guy who wasn't even going to give a gift. That's correct. It is much better that was to procedural. receive than to give. That was procedural, and Greeny talked me through that appropriately. So you're just saying, I'm just reciting lines now. I don't mean this. Bubba, is it? Yes. There are certain things people say to make themselves feel better. Like if you give a gift and don't receive one, then what you say to make yourself feel better is, oh, it's better to give anyway. No one really means that. It's like it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I'll give you another one. What is the old adage? If it rains on your wedding day, they say it's good luck. No, it's not. Rain on your wedding day is the very definition of bad luck. <laughs> Nothing worse can happen on your wedding day than for it to rain. I was my best friend got married. It was a torrential rainstorm. I remember standing outside trying to get a cab for his bride, and she's got like a shower cap on, and she's covered in everything in the Aww. world to try and keep herself dry. That is the very definition of bad luck. That's right. Would you rather on your wedding night have it be like 75 and pleasant? Or happy standing in a torrential rainstorm. You're telling me, let's say Stevie's five years old. You get him the exact gift that he wants. He's under the Christmas tree. It doesn't give you satisfaction to see him open that and glow up? Not, not nearly as much as it gave me when he gave me my gift. Now, in that case, those are always things they made for you, and those things do mean more. So once again, I foil you, my fine feathered friend. I would much rather receive any gift at any time than give one, as would everyone. Uh, okay, coming up, we have one piece of business left as we continue. Greeny live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. It is time for the traditional who you got. We'll pick the games and a whole lot more. That's next. You're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Previously on Greeny. If this was happening in any other NFL market, mm. if a, a, a person whose profile is as high as Urban's and a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, if everything had been going as badly, if this was happening in New York and Chicago and all these other places, people would be losing. This would be the number one story everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, that's what I said, and I meant it. Greening in my weekly rewind, brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Who do the Jaguars have this week again? Uh, give me that one. Jaguars have... I'll give you the line. I had. I was looking at it. We're going to do uh, who you got in just a Broncos. minute here. They host the Broncos. The Broncos. Denver's a six-point favorite on the road. Yeah, well, I mean, and if you were listening at the beginning of this hour, Joe Fortenbaugh told us don't overreact to the one week in which Jacksonville looks terrible and the Broncos look great. Don't overreact to that. That said, give the freaking point. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Denver is going to obliterate them. Jacksonville is in real trouble. I think that situation has started as badly as it could. All right, we will pick the games and a whole lot more in 60 seconds with who you got after this word from DraftKings. So it's so good to have football back, the teams back out on the gridiron. And all we've seen so far is one week and one game. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you in the center of the action here for week two. New customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with their first deposit by signing up now and using the code GREENY. Get in on the action. It's simple. You pick your lineup. You stay under the salary cap. You see how you stack up against the competition. You got a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. So download the DraftKings app right now. And again, use the code GREENY. This week, new customers get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter Greeny to get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. That's code Greeny, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? All right, who you got? We finish up Football Fridays every week with that. Bubba has a series of questions for us, and let's see how we do. Take it away, Mr. Bubba. Hello. He's wearing the Dak Prescott jersey today. You feeling pretty good about that, yes? Oh, yeah, feeling good. Got some injuries. Could do without that, but uh, we'll see. Cowboys in L.A. You got some suspensions, too. You got injuries. You got got suspensions. we We got a lot. We got a lot going on, but what we also have is who you got. Brought to you by Granger. Oh, that's a that's a professional segue. What many of you may not know is that long before his career behind the scenes in radio, uh, Bubba actually was one one of the true pioneers of the segue in the radio business. Uh, it's it's a, it is from him that I learned everything that I know about it. You can right. segue from anything to anything else. Absolutely, if you really know how to do it, no one does that better than Bubba. Go Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely, and we're going to start with some games. And of course, these odds are from Caesars Sportsbook. Now, last week you went three and two. Yeah, that's pretty good. So let's see how we do this week. We'll start Chiefs and Ravens. Big game Sunday night. Ravens are zero and one. See if they can avoid an zero and two. This game is Kansas City. Minus three and a half. Hambo, what is the money? What's the public on this? Everyone's on Kansas City, as in 94% of the money at the moment on Kansas City. Good God. So the last thing in the world I want to do is take Baltimore with the points here. I think Kansas City blows them out. I think Kansas City runs up the score. But then I have to bet against my own theory 
which is if 94% of the money is on anything, you go the other way. So you know what I'm doing? I'm going the other way. I will take Baltimore plus the three and a half with my head, not my heart. My heart tells me this is a one-sided affair. Patrick Mahomes, actually, if we could digress briefly. You know what I was thinking about in the car today? Bubba, tell me what you think of this. Yeah. I write the T's for Get Up every morning, and I write it in the back of an Uber, and I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to think of how to, how to, how to describe the matchup between Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. And I was trying to think, I, I was going to use Mr. Mahomes because, you know, I like the, uh, the iteration. I like the M's. But then I thought to myself, you know, in England, the United Kingdom, they knight people. Do you think we could call Patrick Mahomes Sir Patrick? What do you think? It sounds like a like that kind of name. Like, what do you think we could get that started? What if we called Patrick Mahomes Sir Patrick? Like, it's it's Lamar against Sir Patrick this weekend. What do you think? I think it's been a long week. You don't like it. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with it, but that's not what I was expecting you to. Bubba, do, do you say. like it? You like Sir Patrick? You think we can make that a thing? I think we can make it a thing. Like, I'm I'm making Tampa Tom a thing. Like, I use it all the time in Mm -hmm. every reference. Mm -hmm. Buccaneer Bruce I use all the time. Sir Patrick. Sir Patrick. But there's nothing royal about him, is there? Like, is there any connection there? Yes, he's the king of everything. (laughs) He's the best player I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) He's, if there's nothing royal about him, then of whom is there anything royal? Well, Derrick Henry is King Henry. Like, that's his actual nickname. I know that. I'm not buying it. a nickname. I'm not buying it. And I don't, I don't, you don't call the king Sir like Paul McCartney is Sir Paul. Elton John is Sir Elton. You knight people. You don't knight the king. He's distinguished is what you're saying. He is distinguished. Today, in fact, is Sir Patrick's birthday. Sir Patrick. I'm going with it. What is he, 26? 26, yeah. yeah. He's 26 years old. All right. Big so from now on, he's Sir Patrick. Patrick, and I'm betting against him. This week, I have got Baltimore plus the three and a half. Bubba, what's next? All right, and as we're just talking about Dak and the boys heading to Los Angeles, we got Zach back, but Gallup's out. Who knows what's going on with them? This one, it's Los Angeles minus three and a half. Yeah, that would be the the Chargers, not the Rams. Uh, Bubba, where I have to believe the money is the is the money going on the Chargers here? Slightly, but it's fairly split. The only real lean here is the public loves over fifty. The total. That's really all that the public is telling us. Mm. I, too, like the over. All right, I'm going to make two picks here. So we're going to wind up with six picks on this week, unless I add more as we go. <laughs> I am going to take the over. That, that feels low to me. I can't see any way in the world that the Cowboys themselves don't score. But put it this way. If they're going to be in this game, they're going to have to score in the, in the high 20s, if not in the 30s, to get there. And I think the Chargers are going to win. So I'm going to take... Dallas really surprised me last week. Three and a half is an interesting number. A little extra rest. The Chargers are at home. Yeah, the Cowboys have the extra rest. All right, I'm going to take Dallas. I'm going to do it. Bubba, I'm doing it. I'm riding with you. The hashtag KOD. I will take the Cowboys plus the three and a half and the over in that game. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Sorry to do that to you, Bubs. What's next? I like it. What was the over there? It was, was it 50? It say? started at 50. It's creeped up to 55 in some places, but we got Greeny with the over. We got Greeny with the over at 50. 50, all no, right. No, no, no. We got the over at 50, not 50. up to 55 anywhere. Over 50. I'm taking the over, over at, at 50. 50. Over 50. That's 50. the number. Go. Got it. Confirmed. Marked it down. Next up, Raiders, Steelers. This one's on ESPN Radio. Both teams coming in 1-0, and and we got Pittsburgh minus 6 here. 
Is the public all over the Steelers? Uh, the money is split here at the moment. Joe, Joe like Joe, who was with us a couple Joe segments ago. Yeah, he really likes Pittsburgh minus the six. I do too. I'm okay. going with the Steelers minus the six. I, I was going to let uh, the the money, the preponderance of the money, talk me out of it. But my gut is this is a terrible spot for the Raiders. I did it in my picks uh, for get up today. You're playing on a short week with a long trip, and you're playing an early start against a really good defense. Uh, I like the Steelers to win this game big. In fact, I think I would be, I would be inclined to like the under in this game, depending on what it is. What is that? Forty-seven. I don't think the well, the Raiders are a good offense. I'll stay away from that. I will just go, Bubba. The official pick here is Pittsburgh minus the six. Okay, Rams at Colts. This one, Stafford versus Wentz. Colts looking to avoid an O two start. This one, Los Angeles minus three and a half. We got. What you, uh, anything on the money? The money is all on the Rams at the moment. 96% on the oh, Rams see? minus three and a half. So Joe Fortenbaugh brought that up about the recency mm-hmm. bias and that there is no greater week for overreaction than this one based upon the fact that it's week one. And week one, there's always a lot of uncertainty. Here's the problem. Do I remember correctly this morning? Was Dan Graziano telling me the Colts have all kinds of offensive line injuries? Both of their tackles might be out, and Darius Leonard, their best player on defense, has not practiced hardly at all. Give the points. I'm not even worried about Leonard. I'm worried about you. The last thing in the world you want are offensive line problems up against the Rams. Those guys will just kill you. So Carson Wentz, I think, has a chance to be running for his life this weekend. I don't. The, the public money be damned. I'm taking the Rams this time. I will got the Rams minus the three and a half. Bubba, we got one more. We got one more, and it's Patriots Jets. Nice. What a game! O and one versus O and one. Should be fun. <laughs> and this one is New England minus six. Who you got here? So it moved from five and a half to six. Is the public all over anything? The public is all over New England. The line has moved from three and a half originally to six. Okay. Because right now, 95% of the money is on New England. Beautiful. I've got the Jets with the points. I do think they're going to play them tougher than most people give them credit for. I love the kid. I mean, I love Zach Wilson. I love everything I've seen about him. I love the demeanor. I love the way he hung in there over the weekend. And look, maybe I'm wrong about New England. Like, I still think New England is the team to beat in the division. Mm. And, but uh, losing to Miami at home, that's a surprising outcome to me especially with the quarterback playing well. You would have been able to explain that away a little better if it had been, well, they have a rookie starter. He had some ups and downs. He didn't have any ups and downs. He had ups and no downs. And they still managed to lose that game in uncharacteristic fashion. So uh, with my head and my heart, based upon where the public is, I have my beloved Jets at home this week plus the six. So those are the KOD picks. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. What do you think of that, Hembo? I like that, and what, what you just said there interests me because we only have one week of data. Joe, Joe Fortenball was on a couple segments ago and was talking about how not to overreact, sort of. So where, how do you make that distinction between your priors? Your priors said New England might win the AFC to what you saw in week one, which was sort of a disappointing loss to well, Miami. The reason that I am a terrible gambler and always have been is that I tend to bet just with my gut. And as Joe Fortenball explained, that's the worst way to make these decisions. So my first line of differentiation is always where's the public? Because the public doesn't win. 94% of the money just doesn't win. Doesn't mean it never happens, but it certainly doesn't happen much. Because if that were the case, Vegas would look awfully different. Uh, So that's just not the way this stuff works. So that's the first line of demarcation. The second is I'm just not going to. I wouldn't say I'm not going to pick against the Jets. I mean, I would pick against the Jets. But I, I, I feel optimistic. 
I actually emerged from the second half of that game last week against Carolina feeling pretty good about the Jets. So we'll see. All right. So that's the picks piece of this. Who you got? Meantime, Bubba has a few other interesting questions for us to finish up the week. What do we have? Yes, yeah, 65 years ago yesterday in New Jersey, David Seth Kotkin was born. You may know him as David Copperfield, described by Forbes as, quote, the most commercially successful magician in history. So do you have a favorite magician? Well, let, me, got? let me say this. I love magicians. I love magic shows. Oh, yeah. I went as a kid. I think this is where I fell in love with it. My parents took me when I was a little kid to see Harry Blackstone, who was a very famous comedian at the time. Actually, I believe it was Harry Blackstone Jr. that I saw. I think his father was like a legendary uh, magician at one point. And then he did uh, this show that we went to see. I don't remember where. I don't, it wouldn't have been Madison Square Garden. That's much too big. I don't know, Radio City, someplace like that. And I fell in love with magic. I love magic. You ever go to a party where they have a magician there? Oh, it's great. It is a wonderful thing to enhance your party. Mm. If you're having a party at your house and you have the ability to, like, hire a magician to come and do, like, little hand tricks, and, like, they're phenomenal. I love magic. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. And I will say, because it was the, the reason I fell in love with it, Harry Blackstone, I believe it was Junior when I was a kid, is my favorite magician. Bubba, with who you got, what's next? And 56 years ago tomorrow, NBC debuted I Dream of Genie, uh-huh. which was created, of course, in reaction to ABC's successful show, Bewitched. Now, I'm sure Hembo has no idea about either of these shows, but are you going with the genie or the witch here? Who you got? Okay, so this one is an easy one for me. Do you know these shows? Yes. Uh, we used to have these on TV land in my house when I was growing okay, up. Oh, well, all right. You know Do you know who they are? Right? So I Dream of Genie was an actress named Barbara Eden, <coughs> who people generally loved because she was very pretty and dressed very provocatively. Bewitched was, an, I'm, I'm blanking on her name, Elizabeth something. What was her last name? Um... Her, her, she was the daughter Montgomery? of someone famous. Montgomery. She was the, she was the daughter of somebody famous. Who Google that? Who was her father? That's bothering me. And and she, Mr. Montgomery, Robert Montgomery, who was an actor, I think. Right. So so she um, dressed very conservatively. She played like a like a you know a housewife on the show. But I've always thought as a little kid that she was beautiful. So I was always on the bewitched side of the bewitched versus I dream of genie divide. I think. It was a unique one for me. I think most people were on the I Dream of Genie side. Was that a thing? Like, was there, like, conflict yes, over this? Yes, that was a thing. It was a thing. A conflict. I mean, it was like, um, you know, who's better, Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Like, if you were a little kid, you'd be like, oh, who's prettier, the, the woman on that show or the woman on that show? That was just a thing you discussed. I don't know that people got in fistfights over it. <laughs> do you know the show Charlie's Angels? Yes. Okay, so that was the big one. Who do you think is the prettiest of the angels? Got it. Who do you think was the prettiest of the angels? Cameron Diaz. <laughs> You're gonna have to leave. You're just gonna. I can't. Uh, I can't a, go on. Is she not a of Charlie's Angels. That's a movie that was made 40 years after this show. <laughs> that, Na- that, name Charlie's Angels for, that you're talking about. Well, the yesterday. really, really, really famous one was Farrah Fawcett Majors. Have I, you heard that yeah, name? I've heard Do you know that. who that is? Yeah, I've heard of Farrah Fawcett Majors. And then the other two were, um, who played Sabrina? What was her name? The one I loved was Jacqueline Smith. I always loved Jacqueline Smith. She played Kelly. And then Sabrina was played by another. Kate Jackson, Kate Jackson was her name. And they were all very beautiful. And as a little boy, that was a very big deal. Uh, Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock on ABC was a very good time. There's not one little boy my age who did not watch Charlie's Angels. 
<coughs> for that exact reason. So I was always a Jacqueline Smith fan, but Farrah was by far the most famous. All right, Bubba, give me a sponsorship. All right, who you got? Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Cameron Diaz. What the hell is the matter with you? She was in the recent movie, wasn't she? Like that she was, was in the movie. Those yes. are my Charlie's Angels. That, that, that's the Charlie's Angels that I know. Am I supposed to know Farrah Fawcett? When, I don't how know. old we is have, she? Well, she's no longer with us, unfortunately. So let's just move on from that. That's a nice way to finish up the week. I butchered that segment. <laughs> with Hembo's lack of knowledge, such lack of knowledge of pop culture that we went there. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you on Monday, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.